This is Sarah Jane's evaluation of the live radio news day on the 6th of December 2019. And my show was from 10 o'clock until 12 o'clock. My target audience for the show was young people who have an interest in environmental conservation and potentially those who have a vague interest and would be would be happy to listen to to some of the conversation uh, but not not all the conversation because I did have big pieces of of audio describing nature conservation practical nature conservation and for those who who aren't interested in that or or have no experience in it might might get glazy eyes or <laughs> glazy ears um so I, I I don't feel that it's for it would have been for for students in general but those who who do have a slight interest or 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 a, a big interest in environmental conservation I did it in a way that was similar to Radio 4 in that there is no music. I didn't have any music in my show, but there was plenty of conversation. There were two long phone calls, which which I had pre-recorded. Um, they're actually episodes of my Pip to Pair podcast, but because my Pip to Pair podcast hasn't been, hasn't been assessed before, I took those audios that I did uh, and used it for this for this assessment, and I also had a guest, uh, Brendan. <laughs> Brendan, I I can't say his name wrong, but it's Brendan, not Brandon. Brendan, and he came in for just over just over an hour. He was in there for. I'm now going to discuss the positive points of my show, well, that, that I felt went well, and also areas that I feel that could be improved upon. The first positive that I'd like to touch on is how I remained composed throughout my show. I realised that my guest wouldn't arrive on time, and that meant I needed to completely flip up my script and think about a new order because I was very pleased with the way that I had ordered my script uh, how how each package linked nicely link had a link and how my guest could then talk about each of these each each of the topics but of course he didn't arrive on time and this this gave me the opportunity to think on my feet and really challenge myself and Actually, I'm grateful that this happened just because it's a it's a real life experience. And r- rather than panicking, I I knew what I needed to do. I needed to to change the layout of my script and and so that's that is exactly what I did. When it came to asking my guest questions once he had arrived, I had three questions prepared. But the rest, I, I knew that I would be able to, well, I hoped that I would be able to ask questions from what Brendan had, had commented on. And, and fortunately, I, my mind was clear and I wasn't at all flustered, which meant that I could actually listen to what he was saying and pick out key points and and ask questions from that and I, and I do feel that 
that was that was good journalism from from myself and something that I wouldn't have necessarily been able to do a year ago. I, I don't think that I would have had the confidence and competence to to do that. So that is something that I'm proud of. During the course of the show, I did make mistakes. I I said things. Oh, one example is that we, Brendan and I, were talking about the change in in diet from vegetarianism to veganism, and then we were go- then we went to move on to the hunger strike, and I said something along the lines of when when you visit when you visit family who who don't share the same mindset that you do regarding food and and you mentioned that that you're no longer eating meat or dairy i said that i said that you're no longer going to eat full stop rather than saying you're not going to eat meat or dairy but i i said that afterwards but Initially, I said, you're not going to eat. And that, of course, was a mistake. But then I remembered about the, cl- the, the hunger strike. And so I said that we can talk about the hunger strike later on. So I made light of the situation so that it, it, didn't, it didn't affect the fluidity of, of the show. And if I, ha- if I had made a big deal of it and felt embarrassed in any way that would absolutely have come across in in the way that I presented and would have made the listeners uncomfortable and my guest uncomfortable so I knew that it was important to react in a positive way to anything bad that happened by this time I'm I'm sure that you have listened to the show Mike and and you will know that there are long periods of talking and to break this up I thought that having headlines at quarter past and 45 minutes to the hour would would give listeners a break and and re-spark that interest once once those headlines are over because they've had a chance to to rest their minds for a moment. I'm now going to move on to areas for improvement. And although in the most part I feel that I remained unbiased, there were times when I would find myself agreeing with with what my guest was saying once I had gone back and listened to the show, which I don't feel I would do next time. Because although it is an environmental show and clearly the presenter needs to have an interest and a passion for the environment, it's not a podcast. It is a live radio broadcast for students. And therefore, more than one target audience could potentially be listening. And if the presenter, myself, was agreeing with with everything that was being said and not being critical at, at times, it could, it could come across as though I was trying to influence the thoughts of the listeners rather than investigating 
the particular subject of Extinction Rebellion in Plymouth. Halfway through the show, I realised that the mic levels weren't correct for Brendan, my guest. I had lifted the level on the newsreader mic, but not on his. So I changed number two mic rather than number four mic, which meant that his volume was significantly lower than mine. I realised and I adjusted adjusted what I needed to adjust. But I learnt from this. I now know that number two is for the newsreader and number four is for the guest and I won't be forgetting that again. Listening back to the show, there were times when my pace at which I read my script was a little bit too fast, I felt. At times I was reading to a speed that I would read the news and therefore it came across a little bit rushed, particularly at the end where I realised that my one of my clips was longer than the time frame that I had and therefore I needed to interject to stop the radio to stop the to stop the clip to end my show because I didn't want to just cut it off um, without closing the show by speaking with Brendan and handing the show show forward and thank you Mike for the suggestion of saying this interview can be heard on the Pip to Pet podcast because it can of course and it allowed me to it allowed me to finish off the way the way that it should be finished off and that's and that's cleanly but those final words that i said they were rushed and and it could have made listeners feel slightly on edge which is not is not what you want to happen so for next time i would absolutely slow right down and remember that your voice my voice is all that the audience has to go on they don't know what's going on in the studio what problems are happening all they know is that for some reason the presenter is is rushing and i don't and they're not going to be wanting to to hear that they're listening to the radio because it's something entertaining or it's something relaxing to do whilst doing another activity so rushing only leaves a bad impression on the listener and that's and that's not what you want to happen although i had an opposing view on extinction rebellion and the climate strike through an interview that i recorded at the climate strike by daniel krista i think his name is there wasn't someone there to make the conversation really a little bit heated and and a, a more interesting listen. Although I tried to put forward alternative views, it just wasn't the same as if someone had been, if someone else had been a guest. I did contact One Common Goal, but I had no response, uh, which is why I used the audio piece instead. I feel that I did all that I could in that situation to try and put opposing views to Brandon. But in the future, I would, I would absolutely try to 
to get another, another person involved in the conversation. Moving on to newsreading now, I was the newsreader for Leah's show from one o'clock until three o'clock. I'll start off with the positives first. I feel that my knowledge of Burley has improved since I last used it and therefore I was able to and I was able to make a professional script for radio. I made two scripts to switch up the variety to to keep the interest of the listeners. Although most of the stories were completely different, maybe only two were the same. So perhaps that that isn't such a good thing. That isn't such a good thing because they are so starkly different. I would have to have a conversation with you about this, Mike, because I'm not sure if that is if that is a positive or or something that shouldn't be done. So to be continued. Let, let's just say that areas for improvement I need to make sure that I have time to read over the script aloud at least three times I didn't do this and and the outcome was that I stumbled over my words as I was reading I came across a word and and I blanked I just could not pronounce some words I didn't fluster but my speed increased to try and get it finished, I suppose. Next time, to ensure that my delivery is professional, I'm going to read it aloud as if it is being broadcast. Because I did read it aloud, but it was quietly to myself. And for me, when, I, when I'm talking to myself, <laughs> I'm able to read well. But when I read aloud and it's in, it's to an audience or into a microphone those words that previously were okay to read become a struggle so having a practice run or having three practice runs i feel is necessary and finally the producer role i was the producer on ben's show on the 6th of december 3.30 until 4.30 and then on Monday the 9th of December 10 o'clock until 11 o'clock. I feel that a big positive in the way that I I embodied the producer role was that that I wasn't patronising but rather was was a teammate there to to make sure that Ben's show went that Ben's show was aired smoothly. There was there could have been potential for for patronisation in the way that questions questions could have been asked, such as, do you know what's happening in your show? What time are things happening? What time are you having your stings? At what point do you want the newsreader to speak? And although those questions are, are absolutely necessary, tone of voice is is crucial because... I had done my show and therefore I, I, knew, I knew what to expect. However, Ben didn't. And if I had used a slightly different tone of voice, speaking down at him, then our relationship would have, would, there would have been tension. But I, I personally don't feel that that happened. We ran through the show together and... We also made the timeline together on on the computer oh, right now. I've forgotten forgotten the name of it. Sorry, but the 
the computer system where, where you're putting all the little little songs in and and the stings that the ordering system we went through that together and we pointed out areas where where ben might want to do a bit of talking to to spice the show up a little bit however i wasn't fully confident with how the system worked and therefore i couldn't be uh, an in, an independent producer if you like because i i needed I needed to ask Leah for help and I needed to ask Rob for help. And I think at one point I did ask, come and ask for help from you, Mike. So I wasn't able to be solo in my role because the competence wasn't there. And that's just due to, to lack of practice and that will come in time. Overall, I feel that my contribution to the team was positive and goal-orientated which allowed us to recognise issues and, and get them sorted before, before they turn into problems for us. And even when one member of our team didn't arrive on time, I wasn't angry or judgmental. My emotions were, were neutral because I knew that this person didn't, didn't arrive late intentionally. That's, that's just how, how the day panned out. And it gave rise to opportunities to learn. And that's exactly what we're here at uni to do. But if I had reacted, reacted negatively to this person arriving late and causing us to, to rush slightly because we had one, one less person in the team, it could have completely destroyed the productive group dynamic. And I knew this because I've seen it happen many times before and it only ever hurts people individually and personally and therefore it's simply not necessary because the honesty and and the open feeling to be their selves would have been broken down. <laughs>